Everybody loves everybody loves everybody loves to booty. Loves to booty. Loves to booty. Jam. And uh, as we do every Thursday, Dr. Alna's in the house. We missed you yesterday, uh, last week. Oh, that's so nice to hear. I'm that was Zimbabwe. Fun. It was wonderful. Good. We went to the Vic Falls. Vic Falls. Must be nice. I'll tell you, uh, Dr. Was Dr. Andre now? Yes. He was amazing. Lovely. Oh, so I don't have to come back. No. No, you can actually go back to uh, wherever you come from. <laughs> okay, he was great. Good. He was amazing. Right. We Thank really you. enjoyed I'll him. He now. was fun. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> We're joking. You know, we love you more. Also, you brought uh, Dr. Spencer. Apparently, you were also on holiday with... Well, it, it wasn't, wasn't a holiday. holiday. No, it, was a, it was a conference. Yeah, it but it's a, a getaway. You know, we call it a conference and then you spend two hours in a meeting and then the rest of the day's off. Isn't that what happens? I don't think that's true, though. But it <laughs> <wasn't>. <laughs> well, we did get to see the falls, though. Yes. yes. Mm. Okay, well, awesome to have you. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, Dr. Spencer. Dr. Spencer Thank is you. a urologist. And uh, our focus this week is just around uh, testicular cancer because it is Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. Um, and... I was actually surprised to find out that the guys who created Movember are also involved in this. But I've learned that really they kind of raise funds and awareness around all male health related issues, including prostate and testicular cancer. And so they very much involved uh, this month in creating awareness and for men to go and get checked out and to make sure that, you know, whatever the risks are, which we are, of course, going to unfold. Uh, Let's start with the obvious question, Dr. Spencer. What is a urologist? Oh, that's a good question. Um, often confused with neurologist who deals with the brain. <laughs> we deal with the other brain. Yes. Um, so all things male from the balls to the penis to the prostate. And then we also deal with the bladder and the kidneys um, and incontinence issues in, in women and even some pediatrics. Okay. And um, so obviously you help men and women. But when guys come to you, generally what... What are they looking out for? Because, you know, we get confused. Like, who do you go to when this and this is Mm. wrong? Do I go to a urologist? Do I go to just my GP? Obviously, chances are your GP will just refer you to one. Yeah, so you probably get referred. Most guys come to us, you know, when, when their members aren't working. Um, you know, that's it has to be pretty damn severe before they come to visit. Yeah, um, guys that's a good point. Bad. Men have to drop almost dead. Before they come. Yeah. Before they'll the cancer's it. like spread before they reach us, you mm-hmm. know, or something's falling off before they reach us. Um, so, yeah, but usually I suppose they may see blood in the urine or it would be erectile dysfunction or they can't urinate properly or not at all. Um, those are sort of the symptoms that they may come and see us for. Hmm. And uh, obviously detection and early detection at that is very important. Um, so we'll get into how one tests themselves and then what the next step from there on will be. If you've got any questions uh, for Dr. Spencer or Dr. Alna regarding um, just, you know, around testicular cancer and general men's sexual health, give us a call 89 Alternatively, you can send us a WhatsApp. We're on 85 You can remain anonymous. It's a safe bubble. Early hours. It's called Smells Like Summer. It's early hours. Smells like summer. We're speaking sexual health, hanging out with Dr. Alna and Dr. Spencer. So this week, uh, the focus is on prostate and testicular cancer because it is Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. Also, we're answering any question that you have that is related uh, to men's sexual health 
in general. So when I mean in, immediately when I hear urologist, I just think that you guys focus on the urinary tract, and that's not true. Oh no, that is true. But we also deal with the reproductive tract as well. That's uh-huh. very, as you know, they're right next to each other and closely related. So very much so, we deal with both systems. Okay, and then the difference between prostate and testicular cancer. I think also Justin, jump in here because I've never penis. Mm. So like, I don't know <laughs> what really, problems you guys have. relief. But the difference just between those two. Yes, yeah. So sure, I mean, the two different organs. Um, the testes obviously hangs in the scrotum outside the body. Mm-hmm. And the prostate is uh, deeper in and it uh, surrounds your bladder. Mm-hmm. Surrounds the bladder. Um, uh, yeah, and it's a gland. It adds to the semen. Um, it adds some nutrition so the sperm can get to where they need to go. Mm. Um, so that's its function. And obviously the testicles produce the sperm. Yes. So, I mean, there's a lot of, um, you know, talk around, for example, breast cancer. And uh, I think it's more out there. Women yes. know how generally to test, or, yes. you know, to examine themselves. And I don't think there's enough dialogue around how men are able to, you know, check themselves how do you go about doing that no that's true i always tell my patients and you know school learners that i speak to touch yourselves mm. get used to your body mm. get know know what normal feels like so the minute something changes then you know how to pick it up mm-hmm. what so say you've never ever inspected yourself before how would you now uh, start realizing something's not right this shouldn't be this bump shouldn't be there how do you how do you identify right. a problem when you've never checked yourself before yeah sure so i mean your testicles should be the same size firstly okay. uh, they should be present as well some people don't have their testicles oh, present wow. so they, it may be because remember your testicles develop in your abdomen and they move down into mm-hmm. the sac so sure. some people it's sitting in their groin some people it's even inside the abdomen sure um, a lot of people don't know that so if one is missing you should go and get it seen to because there is a cancer risk so that's one of the risk factors for testicular cancer is having an undescended testicle because it needs to be outside the body mm. um, and so um, yeah so so firstly they should be present both okay. of them and then they should feel the same they should be sort of uh, firm but not hard okay they should have a smooth outline to them so the surface should be smooth it shouldn't be irregular in any way it shouldn't be painful in any way um there shouldn't be sort of any extra parts sort of attached, you know, uh, or any masses attached to it. Although you do get um, uh, sort of cysts, which are actually normal. Okay. And you can get hydrocele, which is a collection of fluid around the testicle. Um, and that's also a, a normal variant, which is mm-hmm. not cancer. Okay. But if there's any concern, obviously you must get yourself checked out. So Men check. Well, young men check a lot. I always say check every 30 days or 3,000 strokes, whichever comes first, <laughs> but just check. But young people are too scared because your mother's going to say, what were you doing in there Yeah, anyway? why did you know? Mm, okay, just a, a quick one. Uh, let's speak to Roy. Hey, how's it going? Awesome. What's your question for Dr. Spencer? Yeah, Doc, I um, I went through to, just before having kids actually, I went through and got a checkup because uh, I had a growth uh, on my lefty. And um, that doc, it was the strangest thing. He just said to me, well, go have kids, and then when it's done, come back and we've sorted out. Now, um, I've recently been wanting to go back to him, but nothing's changed, nothing's different. And uh, I'm curious of whether I should go back. And, and it's, it's effectively, like you mentioned, it could be a cyst is what, he's, what he said. But, yeah, other than that, he wants to, he wants to probe it, 
But, yeah, I don't know if I should go back now and get it probed because, yeah, it's my lefty. Look, clearly it's bothering you if you've called in to ask. Um, and the, the, the tests are non-invasive. I mean, it's a little sonar probe, as you said, and it's maybe a few blood tests if there's any concern, and that's about it. I mean, that's all you need for diagnosis. So, really, I mean, I'd go for it, just so you have peace of mind. It sounds like a cyst, but just, just have some peace of mind. If it is a cyst, uh, how, how bad could it get? Is it? Do if they it, remove it, or do they just give you a, like antibiotics and say if, get it? I mean, if it hasn't changed up until now, it's probably not going to change that much more. I mean, you know, it depends on where the cyst is. It's probably an epididymal cyst, which is next to the testicle, and those usually don't grow that large. You know, they're just small tests. So I would leave it. Um, you know, unless it's really starting to cause pain or bother you in some way, I would leave it as it is. Oh, all right, no, hundred percent. Thanks, Doc. No awesome. Problem. Thanks, Roy. Uh, we got one that came through by Twitter. I don't read out of people's names just because I don't think it's relevant. Uh, if one testicle is bigger than the other, is this a cause for concern? I think you answered that just now. Yes. And does an unhealthy lifestyle cause cancer too? I think that's quite an obvious answer. Yeah, I mean, smoking is a no for everything. I mean, uh, there's no evidence that, you know, like a metabolic syndrome or being overweight or anything causes testicular cancer per se. It, it can cause prostate cancer, though. And, I mean, I think being overweight in general is not good for you. Um, you know, drugs aren't good for you. Mm. <laughs> um, drinking's okay, moderation. But um, do you think there's uh, room for concern because the two are, each testicle is a different size? Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, especially if it's changed and it wasn't always like that, then yes. I would go and get that scene too. Okay, so we'll answer more questions. Keep them coming. Uh, 0825505151. We're at the Tabuti Show. Anything around men's sexual health, we're ready to answer. Dr. Spencer and Dr. Alna, as we speak, uh, sexual health, a.k.a. Kaifa's song on five. So it is uh, Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. And we're asking, you know, all the basic questions, all the things that people would think are stupid questions and are perhaps a little bit too afraid to generally ask. I mean, I'll speak for myself. I hear a lot of talk of prostate cancer, not so much testicular cancer. Um, and you did speak on the difference. Uh, just a quick disclaimer. If you do have young ones listening, you might want to keep them out of earshots. We are speaking uh, content of a sexual nature. But uh, you just explained the difference between testicular and prostate cancer yeah. and you were just mentioning off air that testicular is uh, prone in much younger men whereas prostate is in much older men yes that's correct so testicular cancer is the 20 to 30 age group mm-hmm. and then prostate cancer we start looking after the age of 40 so they're two different age groups completely so when then do i go and see as a young man for the first time go and see a doctor to just you know, do regular checkups. I mean, we go for pap smears, we're told at least mm. once a year. Look, I mean, we, we don't really uh, send young or tell young men that they should. It's only if they pick up something, really, you know, if you notice the difference, you know, in the mess. But there's no harm in going to see a doctor mm-hmm. at the age of 20. But it's more if you notice a difference or the testicle's not present, then you go for the testicular cancer, you know, check. But for prostate cancer, every man should go and get himself seen after the age of 40. Okay. Um, and particularly in South Africa, black people are high risk for prostate cancer. Wow. Yes. Why so, is that? Africa. Say again, in, so, say again, Dr. Alna. So in Africa. 
Uh-huh. Not just South Africa. Yeah. Okay. So uh, well, actually, Af- uh, black people all over the world in why America is that? as well. It's a, we don't we don't know the reason. It's genetics, uh, or it's an it's an inherited thing. But we don't know. But they are high risk. So where in Europe they may screen for prostate cancer at fifty, sixty. Mm. Here we start at forty. Wow. Because all, and not only are they more prevalent to get uh, it's more prevalent with black men, but also they get a more aggressive form that spreads uh, sooner. As well, so they get a more aggressive type of prostate cancer. I think a lot mm. of the time people are afraid to get tested because they're afraid of what the, the result outcome. would be. Yeah. Yes. So if I am in fact found to have either testicular or prostate mm. cancer, what what's the treatment? Is it treated in like a, the way in which any other cancer would be treated, or is it you know treated differently? Yeah. So okay. So we I'll answer for both uh, kinds. So testicular cancer. Um, sure, I don't want to scare people either, but unfortunately, it has to come out. Mm. Uh, the, the, the only option is surgical, and then depending on the type of uh, testicular cancer there is, then we may have to also consider chemotherapy as well. Okay, so that that's its own sort of. But tes- do you retain function of your penis? Yes. Oh, the penis works. Okay. Yes. Remember okay. our and sperm bank. Sorry, Kali. Remember our sperm bank discussion. Yes. So these are the men that will send to bank their sperm. Ah. So okay. before they have their chemo. Go bank the sperm. Okay. Remember, and a lot of people don't realize that you can have normal sexual function. You can have normal fertility with a single testicle. Um, young boys, teenagers get testicular torsion where the t- testicle twists around and it dies. Um, and then they're left with one testicle. There's, it hap- it's actually sure. quite a prevalent condition. Mm. And they're perfectly fine. Normal sexual function, normal fertility. So you can't, you're okay with one. But we encourage them to sperm bank, as Alna said, in case they need the chemotherapy. Okay, quite a couple of questions coming through. Uh, we're also about busting a couple of myths. One saying, is it true that if a guy pees on a pregnancy test, you can pick up testicular cancer? So, I mean, there is a hormone, uh, or it's a marker for testicular cancer that is raised. That is the same one for um, pregnancy. pregnancy. But the thing is, there's different types of testicular cancer and there's other tumor markers as well. So you wouldn't do that in isolation. We, and we would routinely do a blood test rather. Okay. Justin? Um, there's one here that says, what do pimples around uh, my testicles mean? They're itching and discomforting. What can be their cause? And can smoking be a factor of their existence? So uh, pimples around the testicles? Okay, so it, it sounds more of a skin condition, you know. Um, I don't, it's not, it shouldn't be a cancer. Um, as long as it's not um, secreting a discharge, you know, then, you know, uh, we, we can rule out, say, sexually transmitted infections um, or TB. Um, but usually it's, it's probably from sweating. And they get, mm. Yeah, and they get a folliculitis, you know, it's a sort of in, uh, infection of the follicle, hair follicles. So remember, men also shave. Yeah. Makes your penis look much bigger. Yeah. That's why I mean, she has old porn <laughs> trick. They tell me yeah. that it works. I don't know, but sometimes ingrown hair. Yeah. And so people will then itch and scratch. And Another one says, uh, is there supposed to be a tube-like attachment at the bottom back of your testicles? Yes. And is it a concern if it hurts when you have not ejaculated for a long while, even though you have been aroused by your partner but have not had a chance to be intimate? So I think the first one is, is there supposed to be a tube-like attachment at the bottom back of your testicles? So I think they're referring to the urethra. So the penis obviously extends down beyond, right up under your pelvic bone. 
Mm. Yeah, um, so, so that might be the tube structure they're referring and to. And he's talking so about the vest difference, which you feel. Mm. So, the so there's cords. So the testicles end in yeah the co- mm. cords, which have the vest difference that mm-hmm. transports the sperm yes. up and around. And, and then I feel like feel I'm in those. biology class again. Okay, so we, we've just had uh, marijuana legalized in South Africa mm. for home use, yes. and obviously it opens up conversations yes. around uh, medical use of marijuana, and some people asking how it could assist with testicular or prostate cancer? Um, uh, What it can do is cause testicular atrophy. I don't think it causes, I'm not aware of it causing cancer. Um, And obviously marijuana, if they may be referring to its medicinal effects in pain. Like medical marijuana. For pain. For cancer specifically. Yeah, definitely for pain. I mean, I must be careful what I'm promoting here. (laughs) But we know that. that Well, it's legal, so. It helps with, yeah, Yeah. it helps with appetite. Uh, Uh It helps with pain. You know, I, I think it's great for people who are palliating. So you can help alleviate the symptoms. Yeah, sure. Okay. So, so that is a myth. Uh-huh. Because a lot of people say if you smoke weed, dacha, whatever you want to call it, what is it going to be called? Marijuana. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah marijuana, cannabis. It's technical. So term, yeah. they say that is a cause of testicular cancer. And I think it's the smoking more than, than, the, than the marijuana yeah. itself. And mm. I, I think also, let's just be careful with saying smoking marijuana and medical marijuana yeah. because it's not quite the same. And true. also, we must true. just clarify that it's only been legalized in the Western Cape. It has not been legalized in uh, other provinces. So right now, it's only in the Western Cape. If you've got more questions for Dr. Alna, Dr. Spencer, 0825505151 or at the Tabuti Show. Get your tickets uh, to financial freedom this April. Buy a Powerball Plus ticket with a massive 54 million rand estimated jackpot this Friday. 54 million rand. Now that's good life problems. Panda push up play today. Players must be 18 years and older. Play responsibly. It's way to wonder. Purest high. DJ Capital Gigi Lemayne on me. This segment contains themes of an adult nature and may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Okay, so today we're speaking, if you just joined us, um, it is Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. So we're answering all your testicular cancer questions and any you know men's sexual health related questions as well. 089-11-0505, alternatively 082-550-5151. We have Dr. Alna in the studio, also Dr. Spencer, who is a urologist. A couple of questions uh, coming through via WhatsApp. One saying, hi guys, I'm 21 and for a year now, I've I've had a dry, I think it, he means gland, but he says it's written dry gland. Glands, yeah. um, maybe. Okay. It's ahead of the penis. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm uncut. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I've gone uh, to the doc, but he says that I should change my soap. I did that and it still hasn't gotten any better. What can I do? Um, look, I'm a big uh, promoter of circumcision. Mm-hmm. Um you know, but there's many hygiene and health benefits to circumcision. Um, and the HIV. Tell us about HIV and well, circumcision. Yeah, sure. I mean, there's a 60% uh, reduction in transmission to the male. If that's they're huge. Circumcised, mm. sure. But that's not, and I always have to put in the disclaimer we're not promoting unprotected sex. Mm-hmm. It means if the condom breaks, then you are 60% protected. Mm-hmm. That That's what I'm saying when I say this. So we must put that disclaimer mm. there. We're not. So, so, we, so there's a huge drive. There's free circumcisions everywhere. Um, most of the government clinics and offer And you've it. started one as well? Yeah, I started at Helen Joseph, the Helen yes. Joseph Clinic. 
um, down the road. Yeah, and it's free, same day service. So what do you do? If I'm a guy, I want to get circumcised, I just head on over to Helen Joseph, where do I go? Yeah, you just go into the hospital, uh, there's, it's well signposted, and you ask for the male medical circumcision clinic, and you'll open a file, we'll do HIV testing, everyone gets an HIV test mm-hmm. before they start, um, and then they get counseled on the procedure and how to look after the wound when it's done, and then it takes about 5-10 minutes under local anesthetic. Um yeah, and you go home. So, um, so the dry glands. Yes. I want to go back to yes. the dry glands. Yes, that's where I was so going. So just like soap in women, because women wash. Hey, we've had that yes. whole thing. Men can also overwash. Mm-hmm. And and the the foreskin, the glands, the the front. What do you call it, Connie? The glands. Yeah, the glands. Penis. Glands. 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 It's penis. skin. Mm-hmm. And so maybe what soap is he using or? People are allergic to things. Also, uncircumcised things people put on, maybe. So, just getting circumcised kind of also avoids all of that. But maybe he can have something that's called balanitis, and that's nothing Mm. to do with the balls. It is to do with so it's it's kind of a thrush Mm -hmm. that men get. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I mean, it also depends. Diabetics is is he diabetic or not? Because diabetes Mm -hmm. predisposes to lots of problems there around the foreskin and the head of the penis. So there's that to consider as well. Um, yeah, and, and his sexual practices as well. We don't know that. Another question uh, asking if TB has an effect on pimples growing on the scrotum? Um, it shouldn't really cause pimples. What it can do is the TB can ulcerate out through the skin, and you can actually get what we call sinuses, which are like holes in the skin rather than pimples, and um, sort of a, a discharge can come out through there. Justin? There's one that comes in here, it's kind of a little bit off topic in a way, but I suppose it's not. It says, 33 years old, can't last more than one minute, early ejaculation, and uh, I get soft in my partner. Are these signs of testicular cancer? What should I do? No, that's not a, that shouldn't be a symptom of uh, testicular cancer. That sounds like premature ejaculation, mm. so which is less, so ejaculation less than a minute um, with associated um, effects on psych- psychological um, function um, so and there, there's different ways of treating that but it shouldn't be a sign of testicular cancer testicular cancer is really a mess something you can feel there don't have Elna and panic there. I call it panic penis mm-hmm. so performance anxiety mm. because maybe it's a new relationship maybe he's scared he's going to impregnate her there's so many other psychological factors as well I think premature ejaculation Dr. Spencer, you need to come back. That's a whole topic sure. for a whole show. Hey? We, covered a, we covered that a little bit, did we not? A little bit. Uh, just a, around more. erectile dysfunction. But you can have a full hour chat yeah. on just that one. And because for a lot of men and, and young men, it's often, it's a, a, I'm sure you see as many men thing. as what I see. And then with older men, it becomes a whole different thing. And there's this expectation that they can perform as well as they mm-hmm. did when they were younger. And obviously, you know, you need to manage that expectation because it does change with age and certain conditions. Okay, I want to also touch on, uh, you mentioned PPP earlier on and enlarged prostate. So we'll touch on that in a bit. Yes. And then last chance uh, to send through your questions, get them answered by Dr. Spencer. It's the Flash Republic, devastation. It's the Flash Republic on 5FM. It's called Devastation, seven minutes before 12 o'clock. Wrapping up our conversation, we're speaking uh, sexual health.
And the focus today is on testicular cancer and really all uh, men's sexual health. So any questions you have, uh, send them through to us via WhatsApp, Twitter, or you can give us a call. I can imagine because, you know, not that I would know, but I imagine (laughs) that all penises look different. And, you know, like there's, I mean, they come in a variety of shapes and sizes and they have different, I don't know what to call them, like indentations. Maybe there's areas that are like darker, there's areas that are lighter. Um, Sometimes they're shaped differently or are curved in different (laughs) directions. Why is that? And is that something to worry about if your penis like is curvy? Look, firstly, it's okay if you've seen lots of penises. <laughs> I was going to say that. I was gonna say, my goodness, Let's you've seen quite a, a variation. <laughs> and then, secondly, yes, of course. I mean, we're all made differently. I mean, there's all shapes and sizes of penises. Uh, the curvature, yes, some of the, the penises do uh, naturally curve. Why? That's weird. Is it just a- the way God made us. You know, it's just the architecture within the ligaments. I mean, there's so much that makes up a penis. You know, the fascial tissue, the ligaments, the... You know, so it's, it's a complex structure. So obviously things can change. So uh, women mustn't be like afraid when a penis like comes curves. at an angle. Yeah. yeah. No, of course not. Um, but obviously you can get really extreme curved yeah, penises yeah, yeah. and those need treatment. I mean, those okay. we have to manage in a specific way surgically. I just Peroni's want, disease. Peroni's disease. I yes. just want to go back to the whole washing of a penis because, I mean, we've spoken uh, before on uh, the show about the female washing and how it kind of it's, its own little ecosystem and you don't really need to focus on it too much. Mm. How does it work? for a guy both circumcised and uncircumcised like what is the actual procedure for washing your penis you say not too much but should we just ignore it completely and not wash it at all if we've got a foreskin do we pull the foreskin back and do we put soap in there or is it just water behind the foreskin what, what are we and what I are we supposed to do start there because when a newborn when a baby is born the first thing that the pediatrician will do is feel if the testes are there. And then the next thing the mother asks, should I pull this foreskin back? And we don't pull the foreskin back till what? Not initially. I think till about a year Five, one. two, one. One or two, yeah. But the ba- can babies, babies do get circumcised? They so, can, yes. yes. yes of okay. course, definitely, yeah. as certain religions. Mm-hmm. So, so the foreskin, so if they have a foreskin, mm. it can get stuck. And talk to us about Correct. phimosis and paraphimosis. And smegma. And smegma. So, I mean, yes. the, 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 you know, there's, there's glands around there inside the foreskin and they produce a substance. I mean, I don't know. It's a cheesy sort of substance, a whitish substance um, that, you know, that, that can build up. Like so thrush. You, kind of, yeah. Um, but yeah. it's not thrush. Okay. Because it's sweaty yeah. and it's, uh, so it's, it's not a disease. Of, it's normal. Okay. Yes. It's there. But and it's, if you don't pull your foreskin back, if you have one and clean it out nicely, it can build up and then the foreskin can get stuck or it can get, uh, start narrowing at the top. You're going to have difficulty so urinating. So it's just circumcise, would you not say? Look, I, I don't want to get myself into trouble. <laughs> you know, I, I recommend that. I recommend it for all these reasons. Mm-hmm. It, also, it also protects even you if from you, Even if you cancer. were 30 years old, would you recommend it to somebody? Speaking of, somebody asks, it says, uh, I'm uncircumcised, nearly 40. Can I still get a circumcision? There's no harm in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, there's very controversial uh, issues around it or, or interesting things that it actually enhances your sexual, sexual. function after you've had it done. I'm not My a concern- save the foreskin person. <laughs> save the, like save the rhino's nose. Save <laughs> so the you, you think they should save the foreskin? Yeah. yeah. Why? Uh, you know what? Sometimes SABC can be so boring. It's something to nibble hey, we on work when here. you're like, you know, lying <laughs> around. And you're just like, oh, let's nibble on a foreskin. What else can we do around here? Uh, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Alma. Okay. No, oh you know God. what? Can we move on? I'm going to um. rush out now. It's, <laughs> it's, 
stop it. Stop it. We need to talk mm. about foreplay on this show. No, well. no, no, okay. We got some nice goodies. Can we There's go there? The goodies. Mm. So goodies, yeah. please. Anything but what we want. She wants to chew it before or after circumcision. No, no. We got Guys, nice little wait, goodies. No, before we go to the goodies, please can we, I think it's important we talk about this. I don't understand. And I mean, maybe there's a, a couple of guys that don't understand. I don't get why men would not circumcise. What are the benefits of not circumcises when um, it sounds like there's so many, you know, benefits for circumcising? So some people prefer the sex with an uncircumcised is sex, penis. Do they, is sex better? I've heard that it's more. It's, your penis is more sensitive but if you have a foreskin. But men come anyway. With, I mean, every single time. So, so the, be- the thing is also that once you remove the foreskin and your, your glance becomes desensitized, it takes away things like that premature ejaculation. So you don't come so quickly. So, so that's another benefit. Uh-huh. Okay. So yeah, other than when you're But the recovery process being f- f- like 40 years old, like that person, is insane, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. It, no, it takes uh, two or three weeks and you you healed, you know. But, although we do advise no sex until six weeks. But I just want to say, what is a foreskin? Why do we even have the foreskin? Mm. It's a it's a primitive thing. It goes back to way back when, when, when we were walking around naked mm-hmm. in the bush and we had insects and thorns. Now we don't so have. Was, we don't have that. So do we really need it? No, we don't. And it looks prettier. Doesn't it look prettier? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to answer that. Beauty We're, is yeah, in the eye of the beholder. Very subjective. We know, of course, a woman won't marry the man unless they're circumcised. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll be honest, I've never seen a Kosa woman. Oh, you're Kosa. Kosa woman. I'm Kosa, and I'd like to just refute that. Really? <laughs> yes. That's what I've been told. No, 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 no. So it's not true. Is, no. that, not, is that a myth? <laughs> Okay, okay, that's a myth. a myth. We've busted the myth. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, myth we can busted. talk about uh, the goodies. Yes. yes. So, um, so Men's Foundation sent us goodies. They and, and they're very big you, on, uh, obviously. Yeah, we got this uh, comb. I'm not sure what we're supposed to comb. Just our hair on our head or I'm not sure. Then we got uh, the best part of this all is we got uh, soap on a rope, but it's shaped as um, testicles and a penis. Okay. So, yeah. Um, more of a scrotum, I'd say, I think, than a I'd say that they are mm. circumcised. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, obviously, Men's Foundation is very big on um, raising funds and creating awareness for male health-related uh, issues, including prostate and testicular cancer, as well as uh, male mental health as well. So, if you'd like to find out, I mean, we hear a lot of noise about Movember, but there's so much more to them than mm. just that. So, head on over to mensfoundation.co.za. They are on Twitter as well, Men's RSA, and Facebook, Men's Foundation of South Africa. Dr. Spencer, it's been amazing. Thank you so much yes. uh, for hanging out with us. I've learned so much. Um, that you can chew on things feels while you're watching <laughs> things. Well, I want some people. Like, yeah. Feels like we can talk for the rest of the day, though. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Alda. We're bringing Dr. Kali back. Uh, yes. He has he's too much knowledge. We, we actually right. must. We definitely must. Okay, we'll okay. see you next week. Thank you, you so much. Week. It's just gone 12. 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Everybody loves everybody loves everybody loves to booty. Loves to booty. Loves to booty. Damn!